This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk, the whole edition with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Ramadan Kareem, everyone, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is going to be the last time I say Ramadan Kareem because the next Future Talk episode, we will be coming back right after Eid. But this is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets, and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world is being discussed right here on Pulse95. We have so many stories in store for you all, but we're going to be starting out with an artificial intelligence chip because Sony and Microsoft are working on an AI chip that has huge potential what does what can this chip do and what is it all about we're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments yes and Sony and Microsoft are one of the biggest if not the biggest uh, tech companies in the world so seeing them team up together is something very interesting to see what kind of content or products they do bring out Facebook is launching a shopping platform as e-commerce surges amid the COVID-19 pandemic and Libra, their cryptocurrency, is having falters now. Uh, Facebook did was planning to come out with uh, their Libra cryptocurrency just like Bitcoin and uh, every other cryptocurrency. I'm not very familiar with the others, but uh, they are launching a shopping platform. Looks like they're going to go head to head with Amazon. I was just going to say that Facebook is planning to become the next Amazon. So will it succeed? These are all questions that we are hoping to get answers for. But today we're going to be talking all about augmented reality because London doctors are basically using augmented reality goggles to treat coronavirus patients. AR has many different roles apart from using it during gaming sessions. So how are these goggles helping these doctors? We're going to be telling you all that in just a few moments. Yes, and we're going to be talking about how Bahrain is deploying robots to combat coronavirus. Now, we've seen robots in the UAE, in the UK, in the US, Spain, all over the world being deployed to combat COVID-19. But now Bahrain is adapting to the use of robots to combat the coronavirus. Yes, indeed. And speaking of combating coronavirus, UAE police is launching a new game to raise awareness against COVID-19 because it's a completely different world to educate kids while entertaining them. So what is this game? You're going to be getting all those details in just a few moments. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse95 Daily Digital News Bits and bytes connect our world. Sony and Microsoft have struck a deal on a tiny AI chip that has huge potential. Now, Sony and Microsoft are one of the biggest, if not the biggest tech companies in the world. Now, Sony and Microsoft have partnered together to embed artificial intelligence capabilities into the Japanese company's latest imaging chip. Now, this will be a big boost for a camera that products electronics giant describes as a world's first for commercial customers. Now, the new model's big advantage is that it has its own processor and memory built in, which does allow it to analyze video using AI tech, just like Microsoft Azure, but in a self-contained system that is faster, simpler, and more secure to operate than existing methods. 
Now, we're currently living at a time where there's a lot of public surveillance that has been increasing. Um, and this is all to help curb the spread of the novel coronavirus. This new smart camera also has the potential to offer a lot more privacy in regards to monitoring. So this technology could be adapted for personal devices so that it can give you the option of maintaining your privacy while still offering advanced mobile photography. Now, instead of generating actual images, Sony's AI chip can actually analyze the video it sees and it will provide information about what's in front of it. So it's kind of like a smart camera. Basically, it will tell you and show you what's in its frame of vision. No data is being sent to any remote servers, so you can ensure that your privacy is maintained. Um, so any opportunities for hackers to uh, basically get your images or videos is dramatically reduced. So this should definitely help increase our uh, privacy security whenever we're worrying about privacy and our own cameras. Now, Apple, on the other hand, has already proven how efficient it is to combine AI and images to create more secure systems whenever it started implementing its Face ID uh, authentication. However, Sony does have a little bit of uh, advancement in terms of eliminating the need for transfers within the device itself. On the other hand, Apple and Google are still using conventional image sensors that still use the typical old ways of transferring photos. So we're, we're going to keep you up to date with all that launches and is announced by Sony and Microsoft regarding this new collaboration. But on the other hand, Facebook is launching a new shopping platform. It is getting a little jealous or a lot more jealous from Amazon and is planning to become the new Amazon. And this is all happening because e-commerce has definitely surged because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Everyone is purchasing almost everything online from groceries to clothes uh, to any day-to-day -day necessities so the social media giant Facebook has launched their new e-commerce platform called shops now this is definitely going to be competing with Amazon Alibaba and eBay which is basically uh, the hot spots for anyone who wants to do online shopping this service will allow businesses no matter what size this business is and no matter what their budget is to list and sell products directly to consumers across across Facebook's apps for free. So they can actually get online and connect with the customer wherever and whenever it's convenient for them. Yes, now it seems that Mark Zuckerberg did read that uh, Jeff Bezos is soon to become a trillionaire because of the COVID-19 pandemic and said he wants to become a trillionaire too. And that is why Facebook is launching shops on their platform but shops can also gain more attraction on facebook owned platforms and add to its overall business as an e-commerce channels are attracting more customers amid this coronavirus related lockdown now me myself personally i have been ordering quite a bit <laughs> on amazon because I'm, i just don't want to go out and i don't want to be uh uh, kind of exposed to yeah. the coronavirus, but uh, customers will be able to message a business through WhatsApp, which is Facebook owned, Messenger or Instagram Direct, which is also Facebook owned, to ask questions and get support and track deliveries. But users can find shops on a Facebook page 
or an Instagram profile, as well as through stories and ads. And just from there, they can then browse the full collection, save products, and place an order. Now, the California-headquartered company is not new to this business, as it does already supporting some degree of e-commerce on its channels. Now, back in 2016, Facebook did launch Marketplace, where users can arrange to buy, sell, and trade items with other people in their area. Now, now Marketplace has been kind of booming as I as I can see. I know a couple of people have bought and sold cars on Facebook Marketplace right here in the UAE. Now, Instagram does also allow users to buy goods featured in ads and posts, but now business can actually create a full-fledged dedicated shop on Facebook just like Amazon. Mm -hmm. But businesses in the Middle East do have to wait a little longer before they start using this new feature. Now, Facebook, which does have more than 2.6 billion users globally, did not disclose the geographies outside the U.S. where shops would be launched. Now, looking at how online shopping has been happening for Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> since he does own WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook, uh, even though Facebook is a little bit late to the game, Instagram's new shopping feature has been launched, uh, you know, ever since back in 2019, honestly. And it definitely did uh, gain a lot of traction because now people would simply go to their well-known brands um, and basically shop on their Instagram page rather than visiting the, you know, the the online uh, website itself. And they'll basically put all what they want on in, in a cart and check out through Instagram, um, which is definitely a feature that has been uh impressing a lot of customers and helping many small businesses grow. So I'm definitely excited to see how this will help businesses, especially at the day and age that we're currently living in because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But sign into our DMs. Let us know. Have you tried Instagram's shopping feature? And will would you be willing to try Facebook's shopping feature? I mean, honestly, at times I feel like, does anyone use Facebook anymore? But then there are there is a certain generation, the older generation, that still are avid users of Facebook. We're going to be taking a short break, but once we come back, we're going to be talking all about augmented reality goggles and how they are being used in London to treat coronavirus patients. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Take this out. Take this out. Pulse95. We've deployed robots, we've deployed artificial intelligence whenever we were talking about how to help fight off COVID-19. But deploying augmented reality, that is a new thing because doctors in London are now using augmented reality goggles to treat coronavirus patients. These goggles are the newest version of Microsoft HoloLens, um, which is basically an augmented reality headset that is currently being used in London hospitals to help keep doctors and patients on the front line of Europe's largest coronavirus outbreak safe. This technology is basically allowing all doctors that are wearing the special goggles to be able to beam video and audio from all the coronavirus wards to colleagues elsewhere. So this is basically reducing the, you know, it's reducing both 
the risk of exposure for medical workers and the demand on supplies of uh, you know the the protective gear that we would typically need for doctors and nurses masks gloves uh, the transparent shield so it's definitely helping cut down on uh, equipment and risks using the headset to connect to Microsoft's Teams softwares doctors can contribute to patient examinations without ever setting foot into the hospital and this is the be- the best part about these uh, goggles it's it's the fact that it's making sure that their lives are not at risk yes now the coronavirus pandemic has actually led to a global surge in the adoption of technology platforms enabling patients and doctors to communicate without risking further spread of the disease. And we've talked about this, Omni and I, on the show. We've seen spot the robots. We've seen robots around the world being used to combat the spread, whether they're cleaners or hosts of at hotels. Wherever they be, robots can actually be utilized all over the world and in any place needed necessary. Now, a co-author of an influential 2018 study did say that this first brought augmented reality to the Imperial College Healthcare NHS Trust did say that the outbreak of the virus did have uh, kind of a necessity that Britain's medics do move quickly to bring in new ways of working. Now, uh, if someone has said before that the coronavirus crisis, that there would be only one person going from room to room and the rest of you would be stuck in another room because they do need to reduce infection rates, everyone think you were crazy. Now, this is what this doctor said, but now with technology, you can do all of that. You can stay in one room and have that robot go to one, uh, go to each and every other room of these patients and get what what work needs to be done done. Now, the HoloLens technology is is being tested by staff and could be rolled out across the country if it is proved effective. Now, an updated model of the headset was more comfortable to wear and opened the door for many uses for this technology. Before the pandemic, uh, these HoloLenses basically had the only role of allowing consultants and other experts to achieve the best possible view of surgical procedures. Um, We've witnessed telemedicine and telehealth also being used for the same reason, but now with the COVID-19 pandemic, they're again being deployed to help all non-urgent cases that would require you to see a doctor uh, basically become possible through through what would look like a Skype call. Now, conventional operating theaters were more like sitting in the cheap seats at the opera because the first person view was being given by the Microsoft headset. The devices were also back in the day allowing surgeons to interact with 3D digital models of different scans that would basically be done on the patients so that they can understand the patient's anatomy from a distance. Even let's say there's an expert or a surgeon in Italy and the patient is in Dubai, let's say, or the or Sharjah or London or whatever country we're talking about, this surgeon would be able to interact with another surgeon and basically be his eyes uh, throughout that surgery. So it's definitely a wonderful uh It's definitely a great application of augmented reality and it's beautiful to see it becoming implemented in something other than gaming since a lot of people have been basically pushing augmented reality to the side. But coming up, we're going to be talking about robots combating coronavirus all the way in Bahrain. So make sure you keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. 
Now, we've all seen robots be deployed across the globe, whether it's in the UAE, the UK, Spain, America, wherever it is, robots are being used to combat COVID-19. But Bahrain has joined the race and has deployed a robot or robots to combat the coronavirus. Now, Bahrain's latest addition to the fight against COVID-19 is a pair of multilingual, multi-talented robots. Now, these assistant robots can speak up to 12 languages and check body temperatures, administer medicines, and serve meals, and even sterilize treatment rooms with beams of ultraviolet light. Now, we do know that ultraviolet light does kill uh, the bacteria or the, vi the virus itself and is great for sanitization. Now, we've actually talked about uh, the robot Violet, who does use ultraviolet lights to also sanitize hospital rooms in Spain. But they will soon roll out, uh, they will soon roll onto isolation wards to help treat the most vulnerable cases in the Kingdom of Bahrain. And if all goes to plan, hospitals across the country of Bahrain may also get mechanical assistance. These robots are also going to be aiming to limit the interaction between health workers and COVID-19 patients. They've actually, as you mentioned, Hani, started using those robots in the isolation and treatment facilities as part of a little bit of an experimental phase to use AI in health sector. Bahrain is definitely new to implementing AI when it comes to telemedicine, you know, health sectors in general. So they're taking it one step at a time. But these robots are very, very advanced. They are equipped with sensors and cameras, and they can even communicate with staff and patients in 12 different languages. So this new technology will help doctors and nurses as they can evaluate the effectiveness of the robots and incorporate them in their daily work in the way they find suits best. So they're not here to replace doctors or nurses in any way. Bahrain's government actually uh, tried deploying uh, technology in the fight against COVID-19 by launching a tracking application for all confirmed cases. So anyone who was proven to have COVID-19 would typically wear a monitoring bracelet in isolation, which is something we've seen uh, become a reality in Japan and China as well. So the Be Aware application that they were, or they are still actually using to this day, is automatically alerting users if they come in contact with people who have contracted the disease. And authorities said that a quarter of the population is now using the application. And this is very similar to an application that we have right here in the UAE and that the UAE has actually uh, urged us, the UAE government has urged us to go ahead and download it, which is Al-Husun app, because the best part about this application is that it's a lot more effective in controlling the spread of the coronavirus than the lockdown measures that authorities um, in different parts around the world were doing and that we are even currently doing from 8 p.m. to 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. on a day-to-day -day basis. So the UAE government has officially stated that downloading this application will help us stop widespread infections at a much, much better rate. Even, you know, they even mentioned that it can be effective if at least 50 to 70 percent of the population uses it. So if you take anything from us today, it's to go ahead and download this application, Al-Husun, so that we can actually uh, see the change that has been done in Bahrain right here in the UAE. Yes, and it's uh, um, it's great to see that more, a lot of countries are now adapting the use of robots because like we said before, robots aren't here to take our jobs away or anything. They're here to help us and assist us in our and in, in these pesky, pesky or, or these kind of uh, 
very uh, repetitive task. So seeing Bahrain implement this and seeing the UAE, the UAE has been using this technology for a while now. Seeing this all be implemented is very, very, very good as innovation and technological uh, innovation is getting better and better. And we are adapting to technology and the use of robots more and more, especially in the Middle East and the Arab world. But we're going to be taking a short break and coming back. We're not going far away. We're going to be talking about how the UAE police is launching a new game to raise awareness against COVID-19. So I want you guys to stay tuned right here only on Pulse. 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. Today's app is actually a game that is helping educate children about coronavirus precautionary measures. And it is one that has been launched by the UAE police. Now, this video game is actually called Stay Safe. Or in Arabic, if you are an Arabic speaker, you'll find it on the Google Play Store and Apple Store under the name Ipqa Aminan, which basically means stay safe. This video game is actually very unique because it suits many people from all around the globe um, since it comes in different languages. Languages because it has the options of five different languages Arabic, English, Hindi, Urdu, and Filipino. And it has been launched for people to understand the importance of following all the precautionary measures to limit the spread of COVID 19, from wearing our masks to uh, continuously. Uh, social distancing from other people around us, keeping five meters or two, at least two meters apart from those surrounding us, making sure that our gloves are on, making sure that we're constantly sanitizing our hands whenever we come back home, we're washing our hands. Um, these are all some precautionary measures that are typically listed in this game. And the game that is called Stay Safe actually explains how the virus spreads from one person to another. Yes, now the game does actually aim at raising awareness on COVID-19 by highlighting important safety tips, just like wearing gloves and masks in a seamless and fun way. Now, Colonel uh, Hussein bin Ghaleta, who is the deputy director of uh, AI at uh, Dubai Police, did add that the game was fully developed internally by the Virtual Technology Center and that the game is aimed for citizens and residents of the UAE and it does support five different languages just like Omnia said, which would be Arabic, English, Indian, Urdu, and Filipino. He did also add that Dubai police had actually previously explored educational games and their effects on the society with Dubai Drift and Turbo League, and a few more which have been downloaded over 33 million times via the Apple and Play and Google Play stores. Now, this is a great initiative by the UAE, by the Dubai police, because Games nowadays, are, are, are educational games to be specific, are very important because when you're, aim, when you're aiming at children and, and people who have kind of uh, not, don't like to, to read through to guidelines and kind of tend to forget, uh, gaming is a great platform to teach and, and, yeah. and, for, and for people to kind of pick up on, on habits very quickly. Now, if you yeah. ask me about any of the games I've played in the past 20 years, 15 years, I would tell you like at the back of my hand, I know these games because they are fun. Anything that is fun will always be kind of be stuck and embedded into your head. So this is a great and smart way to, uh, to, mm -hmm. to, to teach people about the coronavirus pandemic and to teach people how to stay safe and take the precautionary and preventive measures to battle COVID-19. And also, this game will keep you inside because you're, you're at home playing the game, you're yeah. having fun. So you're not going to have that need 
to go mm -hmm. out and you're not gonna say, oh, I'm bored, I'm gonna go for a walk. Cause you can sit down and play this game. The game is, the game looks pretty cool. I like the graphics so far. <laughs> it's a mobile game. You're not gonna expect so much with a True. mobile game. And so it, it does look pretty nice and it does adapt to the Emirati and the UAE culture. So that's gonna give you that I'm that type of I'm home feeling. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be able to relate to the game and you're going to be able to relate with, with the pre pre preventive and precautionary measures as we are living at this time now. Now, uh, now Dubai Drift and Turbo League, I've played these two games and I'm gonna tell you guys, I never knew that Dubai Drift and Turbo League were actually created or, 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 or designed by the UAE or Dubai police. And I'm just learning about this now. And let me tell you, I've played these two games and they were fun. So I'm very excited to see what Stay Safe is all about. I'm very excited. I mean, uh, playing those two previous games, they were fun and, and, and I could kill so much time on it. And I did learn a thing or two that wasn't actually yeah. very important. But with this game, this game actually does direct at that educational feature. A so uh, people, I want you guys... Yeah. A lot of people, I feel like, tend to have this perception that online gaming is... Uh, how can we say it, it puts a uh, kind of a halt on the way a child learns but come to find out actually a lot of children as you mentioned Tani tend to learn a lot from games especially those that are educational this does not mean that children should be spending every single second of their day staring at the computer screen however if we could educate them through a, a game like stay safe then it's definitely not uh, or online gaming in this case is not an enemy either so sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio let us know if you've tried downloading this game and if you've tried downloading this game and what you think of it but Future Talk is coming to an end yes indeed it's coming to an end and uh, we're going to be back on Sunday with our 8 specials right here on Pulse95 the whole Pulse95 team is wishing you a, a great and lovely Eid we want you guys to stay safe and stay home and while you're staying home, why not turn on the radio or go to our app, download the app, go to our website and listen to Pulse95. We have a lot of fun things to talk about throughout the eight days. So keep, keep Pulse95 locked and we are going to be opening the airwaves for afternoon Karak with Mikhail Atli and Aish and Mazmi. And I kind of believe that they will be giving us a couple of tips on what to do during Eid, during the Eid break and what kind of TV shows or movies or even games to play. So stay tuned and keep Pulse95 locked right here only on Pulse. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.